welcome to another episode of Femmore's Podcast. I am Brianna Hansen, and I am, as always, glad that you are listening. Today, we are joined by, um, well, as always, Bonnie and Clyde are here, but Clyde has decided to chew this toy. And I'll be honest, I could wait till he's done. I could take him for a long walk and see if that'll get it off his case, but I am, like, in the zone right now, and I have momentum, and uh, that's what we're talking about today. So I thought, you know what, if, if you're distracted by it, I apologize, but that's just the sound of a little boy chewing his little bone, and he loves it. So what are you going to do? Plus, I was like, well, it seems silly to stop the momentum of something when what you're talking about is momentum. Momentum? Is so important. I love, I'm not a physics person. I like science, big fan of science, but I was never uh, someone that looked forward to physics class, period. But the one physics concept, I was going to say physical concept, but it's not really right. The physics concept that I loved more than anything, which is just such a simple, basic concept, is that an object in motion wants to Stay in motion, right? The energy, I like hesitated as I said it because I hadn't, there's a better way of saying it, but that's the idea. Like an object in motion tends to want to stay in motion, right? And for every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. Both these things I think are excellent and applicable to all real world things, especially those pursuing or interested in creativity because the same laws apply to the creative space, even though it's intangible as they do to the physical tangible world. So let's talk about momentum for a second. It is so much easier when you are in a zone, when you are moving, when you have things going to continue to build that towards something bigger than it is to get yourself moving. It, like, it, it, than it is to get yourself moving in the first place. I should finish the thought before I move on. Brianna, finish the thought before you move on. As in, this is going to sound crazy, but if you want to make a feature film, it is so much easier to make a feature film when you are already in the filmmaking process, when you are already doing the work, when, you've cre- when you're creating stuff, than it is to sit down and come up with the idea that you want the feature film to be around, which sounds crazy because it's like what well, making of the actual feature film is a lot of work. There's a lot of energy that goes into that, right? Of course, of course. But the idea process, the creation process, is when the train is still in the station. It has no momentum behind it. It doesn't even know which direction it's going yet. If we're keeping on a train metaphor for this creative idea, it doesn't even know which track it's taking. It's not moving. But the second you get your momentum going for anything, for going out for a run, for getting in the zone for work, for getting in shape, for figuring out a new talent, for figuring out what your goals are and achieving those goals, whatever your goal is, whatever your pursuit may be, the second you get yourself in the zone and get moving and get going is when the momentum can start to build. And that is a magic place. That is a place of just, and I'm not saying it's easy and it doesn't stop and start, I mean, but when you get it, when you get going with something, that's when you start to see the goals that you have either be tangible or start to manifest. If you want, let's say, this is a typical one people use a lot, if you want to lose weight and you want to do so through diet and exercise, you've got to get to the grocery store. You've got to choose the um, the good foods. You've got to get yourself making those good foods. You've got to get yourself in the habit of eating them. And then you've got to get yourself exercising. 
once you're doing it, it, that's when you start fighting other demons like resistance, which I bring up like every time. Oh my God, are you so sick of hearing about it? Too bad. Because we're going to keep hearing about it. But that's when the other demons come up. But those are sort of easier to fight because you're already in the zone. You're already working. But it's before you know that you can do something, before you even see it be able to manifest in any way, before you see how you're going to do it, that's the most difficult because people, that's when more people stop. That's why people say they have so many books written in their head. My God, if I hear, if I hear one more person tell me that they have 10 books written in their head or that all their screenplays are safely locked in their head or whatever, I will... I will continue to look at them with love, uh, but I will not take them seriously because it is the creation process that sets people apart, that sets the talkers apart from the doers. And that goes for anything. If you've already run a marathon in your head, hey, if you've done it through visualization, badass, but you still have to actually pound the pavement. You still have to get out and put in miles for the run. Even if you do nothing for training but visualizing it, which I do not suggest. I do not suggest you do that because that is bad for your body. But in order to achieve the fact that you've actually run the marathon, you have to actually run the marathon. You have to actually run it. I talked about this uh, not long ago, marathon sort of of life, the the idea of, um, you know, understanding that, that w- one small... Mm, prohi- prohibition in your path, one small obstacle, that's the word, prohibition. Back in the 40s, prohibition was big. 40s, 1920s. Brianna, where are you? What are you doing? You've got momentum, that's what you're doing. Uh, but uh, I talked about that not long ago, when there's an obstacle in the course or whatever in your, in your path. It's easier to overcome the obstacle if you're already moving. <laughs> you got to understand that like the marathon itself, whatever that, whatever metaphor you want to create for that marathon still has to be done. And it's easier to achieve if you continue to move forward instead of just staring at that finish line going, I don't know how to get there. You get there by continuing to move forward. There will be times when you have to walk. There will be times when you have to stop, where you have to overcome things you didn't see coming. There'll be times, there's tons of stuff that will be thrown at you. But the only way you get closer to whatever goal it is, is by continuing. You just relentlessly keep on. And the way that you help yourself the most with keeping on is by keeping momentum going. I find myself, I talk uh, about, you know, like I said, resistance, but I find myself when I listen to the little voice of resistance, it happens most often when I have no momentum, when I'm not doing, actively doing something, actively pursuing something, when I have no goals. If I don't have something that I'm working on that's bigger than myself, then I don't, then I can listen to that little voice because it's right. Why would I go out and do that thing? I have no perspective on it. Why would I go out and do something that's hard? Because I don't need to. Or so I say. But even when it's not about something specific, even when like a couple podcasts ago I talked about when I didn't want to go to um, a, a comedy show, I just, I, my head was like, I don't want to. Um, but I did it anyway. And the reason I did it in that specific instance, the reason that that voice rarely wins over my career is because I do feel like there's momentum at the very least. There is a momentum and there's a bigger picture for me of like, Tonight we 
we do this because we will be a better performer because of it. And that is the overall goal, even if every day we're not doing it, even if there's not something specific that we're achieving every day. Today, we can choose to achieve this. So there is sort of that momentum. But it happens with anything. I work a lot with writers and um, and I myself am a writer. And so people can get confused. They're like, I just want someone. I want someone to champion this project, to take sort of take it over for me so that it can get made. And and not that that's impossible, but that's putting a lot of pressure on the project itself. People like to hop aboard trains that are already moving. So as wonderful as it would be to just sell an optional project that's like, you know, perfect, you get that done, it's it's sort of more likely to attract teammates when you are already doing the work that makes them go, oh, look at that person, they're doing the work. Oh, wow, they've already gotten that. I can hop on that and add this value to that already moving train. But if the train hasn't left the station, if we're continuing on this train metaphor that I love, then they don't even know that the train works. They don't even know that the train can leave the station. They don't even know where the train's going. So why would they when there are five other trains that they could hop on that have clear routes that they know they can help out on if it comes to like attracting someone? for a creative project. But that's also true for attracting people in general. I mean, people are like, I want the perfect relationship, but then they won't put themselves out there to date. And it's like, the perfect relationship is not just going to come to you. It's not just going to, it's not going to pop out, you know, um, of your Netflix while you're sitting at home on a Friday night. It's, it comes to you by putting yourself out there, by, by dating people, by going on bad dates. (laughs) That's, doesn't 100% guarantee that, but it's just saying like you get yourself out there by getting on a dating app because you don't have time to, you know, hit bars every night or whatever, whatever way you want to choose to meet people. It's by going, hey, this is something that I want and I need some momentum towards it. And I'm a firm believer that sometimes just doing it well, at least, at the very least, you'll know you're going in the wrong direction and you can just change courses and start going in the right direction. But to sit and not know which direction to go and to be stifled by fear and to be stuck in not knowing what you want and not sure which way is right, you'll never, you'll never know what's right unless you just do something. I think it's partly the improviser in me. You grew up improvising everything and believing in improv and all this jazz, but like I, that's partly why I rarely get writer's block is because I have a mindset that I've cultivated over a decade of yes anding the crap out of myself and others. And, and so I, over a decade now, but my mind is very much like, just do something. I had an improv teacher years ago who, and I always loved this concept, even if I don't always apply it to my performance, but I love the philosophical concept behind it where he would be, he'd encourage you to be in a room and he'd encourage you just to grab something. And he'd sometimes coach that. He'd just be like, just open, open a drawer, uh, grab something and then look at it and figure out what it is. And I love that because it was like, there's always something. I mean, there's this, uh, Stephen Pressfield, my guy, talks about this, but he he says like when you're creating something, you know, people will be like, okay, in this in these acting exercises, they'll be like, visualize a box, okay? I want everyone to visualize a box. No, open the box and tell me what's in the box. And there's always something in the box. The thing is, there's always something in the box. If you don't see anything in the box and there's dust in the box, there's still something in the box. If you see the box and you visualize the box, and there's something in the box. There's always something, and so. Momentum allows you to understand that 
if you never visualize the box, then there can't be anything in the box. But if you just take the step of visualizing the box, then maybe there can be something in it. I think that's in Do the Work. I'm pretty sure that's in the Stephen Pressfield book, Do the Work, which I'll link to in the show notes. But yeah, I mean, once you get going, then it becomes easier because you at least see that you can do it or something. And and I know last podcast I just talked about overstretching myself and saying uh, backing off projects, but part of the reason I think I attracted the the opportunities that I did was because I was already doing the work. I attracted them because I was doing the work. And at times you have to then shift and decide that certain things are worth. Uh, worth your time and other things are no longer worth your time or it's not the right phase or not right match or whatever. There's a lot of factors that go into all of this stuff. But the main idea being when you just get out there and do it is when you start to see the difference. When you just sit around and expect things to happen is when you can get in victim mode and there's no power in victim mode. And I'm not saying it's easy once you start doing the work. That's when different work begins. But at least that little instinct in you that wants you to get out and wants you to create or wants you to achieve whatever goal it is, at least that little instinct can be calmed down just a little bit. And then it goes, okay, well, I'm doing the work. I don't know if what I'm doing is right. That's what I loved about that concept in, in improv. It was like, I remember one time I was doing a, a scene and he, I just, I opened, I sat down and I decided I was at a desk and I opened a drawer and I looked and there was a pair of scissors and I shut the drawer and then later... I don't even know that the pair of scissors came back in that scene. To be honest, for me, the only moment I remember is opening the drawer and looking and seeing a pair of scissors. But it was imaginary. It was all imaginary. And, and I thought, well, what does that mean? And it didn't matter because I could decide later. That's the thing. You make the choice, the actions come to you, and then you decide later what they mean or what, how they can help you, if they can help you. But the point is, at least you have them. At least you know they're there. At least you're doing something. I will give a quick little caveat before I leave. I think that we are all too busy. I think we all do too much stuff and we can value ourselves based on our busyness and based on how much we've output. I want to be very careful that I am also a firm believer that sometimes you don't need to do anything. What, Brianna, you just spent all this time telling me about momentum. Yes, but I will say that I want to make sure that you don't do it for the sake of doing it. You do it because you're wanting to achieve something bigger or better because that will serve you doing it for the sake of doing it will um if you're just going through you're just going through the motions but if you're doing something because it means something to you and because you need it like if you feel like here's the example here's here's the difference if you feel like you it truly is a goal of yours to be in some sort of romantic partnership because you you genuinely want that and thrive on that. Great. That's the path I've taken. It's a fun one. Then, then go for it. Then do what it takes to make motions towards that and then figure out what the best path to achieve that is as you begin that. But if you're doing it because you're bored, because you feel like you should, because you know the world expects it of you or whatever, that's when I'm like, hey, maybe we just sit in that and we figure out what a happier choices. If you want a romantic partnership because it looks like it's fun in the movies, but you don't actually have a thing, and but then you decide to do I don't know. Then, then the motivations become muddled. My point is, motivation makes a huge difference uh, in terms of whatever momentum you're building, right? So if you're motivated to do something and you have a goal beyond it, the momentum that builds behind that can help that goal. But if you're just 
just doing it to do it, uh, down that way lies madness, friends. Believe you me. So don't you don't need to validate yourself by your output is what I'm saying. I guess I'm just saying if you want something, you need to build momentum behind it, however that is. Um, and you're going to do things wrong, and that's okay. There's no wrong or right. You're going to learn something from everything that you do. But we don't always need to be doing something. Momentum doesn't always mean doing. Sometimes it's taking time to figure something out. Maybe it's time researching, reading, you know. That still can be momentum, depending on what your goal is. All right, now I'm getting way too out there. And uh, the point is, build momentum. You got this. I believe in you. Uh, Yes, okay. Thank you, friends. Thank you for listening. Bye.